1: is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of a -A Pack-A-Day Podcast, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thank you so much for making this part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I will be your host today on this Sunday in the middle of June. And... uh, Organized team activities are going on. We just wrapped up mandatory uh, OTAs. We'll have some more optional OTAs coming up this week. Um, And while there's some interesting stuff going on there, we've obviously been covering it ad nauseum. We're kind of in that point in the offseason where there's things going on within the Packers organization, as with every organization across the league. But there isn't a whole lot to report on. It's, you know... Practice and I mean, maybe not even really like regular season practice at that. So, obviously, things are going on. And I would say, right now, if you're looking at the Packers, m- my general consensus with OTAs is no news is good news. Uh, you don't want a whole lot of big news out of OTAs, uh, in my opinion, just because what's the big news that you're going to typically hear out of OTAs? Some guys got a major injury and won't play this year. So, um there's obviously things going on but not a whole lot of um discussion worthy uh stuff going on right now. So Gage and I decided this this week we would we would have some fun um and by fun uh, I mostly mean that uh it, we decided what's the most polarizing topic we can talk about with the Packers and let's just stick with that this week. So Gage you and I just simply came up with the topic for this Sunday as what is Jordan Love good? Uh, Obviously, Jordan Love won't be playing quarterback this year for Green Bay, barring some type of injury to Aaron Rodgers. So we're hoping that's probably not the case. But... We're at the point in Jordan Love's career where he's two seasons in his first season was during COVID. So he didn't get a whole lot of, of reps in practice and didn't see the field at all during the season. Didn't even suit up for any of the games uh, in 2020. And then last year, things were a little bit better. He obviously played in a game um, and he's really at the point right now with the Packers that he's really only playing if Aaron can't play uh, or they decide not to play him. So Um, Gage you and I were talking before before the show here and you know obviously lots of thoughts on Jordan Love you and I are both kind of in the same boat that we really don't know a whole lot about Jordan Love so why don't we just start with this uh, so we can kind of set the table for everyone Gage um, where do you kind of currently stand on Jordan Love in his young career right now with
2: the Packers so I kind of said this before we got started. My stance on Jordan Love, as things currently stand, is we don't know if he's good or not. Um, we, we, ju- we just don't know. It's impossible to know. Um, anybody that tells you definitively, oh, I know for sure he's not going to be good, he's bad, he's going to be a bust, he's going to be a washout, he cost the Packers multiple Super Bowls because they didn't draft somebody else at that spot, that person's just dumb and wrong and you shouldn't waste your time listening to them. Jordan Love has played one and a half games of football so far not including the preseason. One of the that one game was in Kansas City on a short week without a fully healthy roster and again let me rehash in Kansas City, one of the toughest environments to play and it was against Patrick Mahomes who also not not bad. Not not a he's pretty pretty decent quarterback. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's a decent, Sorry decent I've heard. player. And you're gonna ju- and he if it like if it wasn't for like if the team had just held up just a little longer, and if Aaron Rodgers plays, the team definitely wins that game. But Jordan Love is in year two, whatever. I get it. it he's not really in year two as far as I'm concerned, because he hasn't played a full year yet. But that's where he's at. And he and the team nearly won the game. And he was throwing for the win. And he had a defensive coordinator against him who wanted who wanted to make him lose and was throwing everything at him. So yeah, he struggled. and then against Detroit, it was a game that didn't really mean much. multiple guys were coming out of the game that had started the game so he was playing again with backups. It was basically like a preseason game in, against starters. like yeah, Detroit was playing their guys, but Green Bay was pulling theirs they gave their starters a couple series, a couple quarters, whatever and then pulled him and said, all right, Jordan, it's your show for the rest of the day wasn't flawless. It wasn't a flawless day. Who cares? The game didn't matter to anybody, right? That's why Aaron didn't play the whole game. So anybody that's going to sit here and tell me that they know for sure Jordan's bad, I just, I have no desire to listen to them. I'm not going to waste my time entertaining that opinion. I've seen Jordan make throws that other guys, that other guys that are great make. I've seen him miss some throws and that's going to happen. The guy has yet to have an entire even week where it's hey this is your team this week it's not it's not Aaron's team it's your team he hasn't had an off season doing that a week doing that a month whatever until that happens I'm not writing him off he's got time to develop everybody thought and everybody thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be a complete bust after he didn't do anything for a few years then he went six and ten in his first season everyone's like yep see told you he's terrible And then he went 11-5, and and then he got better, and he won Super Bowls. He's won four MVPs now. He just continued to get better. And everybody was ready to write him off after that first season that he played. So just how about you all have a little bit of patience before you're ready to write him off?
1: Well, and, you know, you and I, Gage, we're on pretty much the same page here. Uh, But, you know, part of what made me think about Jordan Love this week was, uh, you know, there's obviously been a lot of news with Devontae Adams, uh, you know, being traded out of Green Bay. I think at this point, most of us have at least kind of come to – uh, some type of coping with the fact that he's no longer here. But uh, there was a there was an interesting quote that he had, I think it was earlier this week, uh, talking about his time in Green Bay. And it's kind of what made me think about it. Uh, and the quote, here's the quote from Devontae Adams. And it's it says, because of where I'm at in my career, and this isn't a shot at anybody or any quarter or any other quarterbacks in Green Bay, in Green Bay, I love Jordan Love especially. He's a great guy. I got aspirations of doing really, really big things and being remembered, and it just wasn't really at a point in my career I was willing to sacrifice Aaron not being there after a year or two, and I mean, that makes total sense, Gage, to a certain extent that obviously Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Fame quarterback, um, and some will argue the best quarterback to ever play the game, and we don't know what Jordan Love is at this point, but you and I were kind of talking that this quote here from from Devante, especially where he says, and this isn't a shot at anybody, any other quarterbacks in Green Bay. I love Jordan Love, especially. He's a great guy. To me, that's kind of like when somebody says, like, all due respect or no offense, but and then, you know, they proceed to say all these, you know, things that, you know, aren't very respectful or are kind of offensive. And it's nothing against Devonte Adams, but I, it just seems a little telling that you have a guy here and maybe it's just Devante being very self-aware that I know what I have in Aaron. I don't know what I have in Jordan Love. And, you know, there is some reality just with what we've heard from Aaron that He's not, you know, he signed this extension, but he's made it very clear that even though he's under contract for the next three, four years, that this could be the last year of Aaron Rodgers. He could decide to retire after this upcoming season. And so, but that's really kind of where I, you know, I thought it was a little telling that Devontae Adams was at least, if nothing else, not sold on Jordan Love. Now, As we've pointed out, you know, he's very young in his career still. And, um, you know, again, nobody thought that Aaron Rodgers was going to be good when he took over for Brett. And, you know, it's worked out well. And some of it, Gage, as I was telling you, is, I mean, I, I was born the day after September 21st, 1992 is my birthday. Um, For those of you that don't know, Brett Favre's first game as a Packer when he came in and beat the Bengals was September 20th of 1992. So I was literally born the day after, so I've literally known Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers my entire life. I turned 30 this September. So 30 years of my life has been these two guys. So there's a high bar set in Green Bay for quarterback play. And yes, when Jordan Love played against the Chiefs, It didn't look great, but, I mean, at the same time, you know, there were so many different circumstances that went into that that certainly played against Jordan Love. And the fact that, what, the Packers lost that game by six? Um, And, I mean, if you go back and look at that game, Gage, it is incredible how many times, at least it felt at least anyways, how many times the Packers started drives inside their own 10-yard line. So for a young quarterback on the road to consistently be starting drives, you know, in very negative territory, uh, that's hard to overcome. And you know, it feels like in and we definitely gauge live and I think part of the problem is is we live in a world where everybody wants everything instantaneously. So if if you've got one like there are people out there that just believe that, you know, I should be able to tell after one game whether or not you're going to be a stud or not. And I mean, Quarterbacks have certainly gotten better over the years. I mean, to think, you know, somebody like Justin Herbert, like 30 years ago when far first was in the league, like that's not something that happened with quarterbacks a lot. It's more commonplace now because teams are investing more in them, but um, you know, it it's it's a lot to say here, but I mean, you know, you and I talked about the DeVonte Adams comments here. Um, What do you make of Devontae Adams' comments about Jordan Love? And obviously it's speculation, um, but it does a little bit feel like from Devontae that no offense, but, and then insert offensive comment.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: I mean, D- Devonte's comment makes sense. He doesn't know what, Aaron, or what Jordan Love is yet. I mean, Jordan Love could be great. Devontae can be the first to tell you. I don't know that to be certain. I mean, and, and everyone will read into it like you and I kind of talked about before we started and like you just said. Oh, well, he doesn't want to play with Jordan Love after Aaron Rodgers leaves. That's him saying, without a doubt, Jordan Love's going to be bad. No. And I said this kind of before we got started. If Devontae had wanted to just go anywhere, I wouldn't have read as much into it. I, I would have read a lot more into it in terms of him saying, oh, Jordan loves bad. No. Where did he want to go? He wanted to go to Vegas. He wanted to play with Derek Carr, the guy that is probably his best friend in this world. He is the guy that he played college football with. He's the guy that there were rumors that he would have, that he wanted to go to Vegas or back when they were in Oakland. He wanted to go to Oakland a few years ago. This isn't like he wanted to go play with his friend. Could, could it be just as simple as I think Jordan Love's going to be bad. I want to go somewhere else. Yeah, but I think it's much more nuanced than that. I think he understands, hey, Aaron's got a few years left. I don't know how many years he has, though. And he openly has talked to me and told me, I don't know how many years I got left. So I'm going to let you know this so that way you can make the best decision that you think for, is for the best one for you. If that means that you're going to leave, you're going to leave. You got to do what you got to do. It's a business for those that haven't seen it yet, as we're recording here on Saturday evening, Aaron and Devontae are still friends. They're playing golf together today, or they played earlier today. There's post- pictures of both of them on their on their respective Instagrams. They're all over the Twitter, all over Twitter timelines, whatever. So clearly it wasn't uh, all Aaron Rodgers sucks. I hate that guy. I don't want to be around him anymore. It was a business. Devontae knew that at his age, he needed to cash in while he had the chance uh, he got the deal that before the Tyreek Hill contract was the most expensive the, or the most money annually in the NFL. That was what he we all talked heard of last year was he wanted to be the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. He didn't get that deal with Green Bay. However, before he left for Green Bay, it, it's been reported. He was offered the most money annually by Green Bay. They offered it to him. They said, we'll give it to you. But it wasn't as many years. And he knew that in a couple of years when Aaron leaves and that contract runs out maybe he doesn't have as much leverage maybe he's a little older maybe he can't get the same amount of annual value he took less fully guaranteed money on this deal he has more total guaranteed but he took less fully guaranteed money to go play with his best friend in Vegas where he thinks he can be successful and he also got a ton of money to go do it so yeah i think that this is somewhat of a commentary on Jordan Love and there has, there's some of it to it because Devonte went out of his way to am, answer that and say, look, no offense to any other quarterback in green Bay. That's him. Like Jordan love is great. Great guy. He didn't say Jordan loves a great quarterback. He said, Jordan loves a great guy. It's somewhat of a commentary. Yeah. He's admitting, Hey, Jordan love might not be that guy. So I'm going to do what's best for me. But at the same time, Devonte will be the first to admit, yeah, this is only his third season and he hasn't had a full season to be the guy yet. So let's just take it, take it with a grain of salt here and be like, I want to go play with my dude, Derek Carr, in Vegas and see what we can do out there.
1: So what do you make of the immediacy though of the world that we live in? Because you know, now the kind of the expectation is you know, you draft a guy in the first round, and Green Bay obviously took Jordan Love in the first round, and they had the luxury of being able to let him sit behind Aaron Rodgers. That's usually not how it works anymore in the league. Uh, that used to be kind of the blueprint: was you have a quarterback, whether they were good or bad, uh, you you would take a guy in the first round, and they would sit for a couple of years and learn the system, learn the league, um, and then you know, year two or three is when they would make their start and then it kind of transitioned to all right you draft a guy and after the first 8 games that's enough put him in when the team's bad just let him learn 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 how everything works you know just kind of throw him into the fire and learn as he goes and now we're seeing you know guys are drafted in the first round and they're playing week 1 week 2 you know early on and so green bay obviously with Jordan Love in a very different position because you know, you're at that weird spot with Aaron where he's clearly a Hall of Famer. Aaron's going to be playing every week unless he, for whatever reason, can't. And so Jordan Love has just had this opportunity to sit behind him. And so with the world that we're living in, this is obviously a little counterintuitive to what we see. But at the end of the day, if a player isn't playing Gage, what you know, whatever the reason might be, um, Well, I I shouldn't even say whatever the reason might be, because sometimes when players aren't playing, there's a good reason why they aren't playing. It's maybe because they're not good enough. Uh, But in Jordan Love's case, he plays a position where there is only one quarterback on the field at any given time. And it's not like college where you can sometimes rotate quarterbacks in and out. When Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is going to be taking every snap unless he can't. So, Part of him not being able to be on the field is due to the fact that he's sitting behind a hall of famer. So, you know, in, he's not playing, but it's not because they don't think he's not good, but because you know that there's what, maybe two, one, two other quarterbacks in the league that you might take over Aaron Rodgers, like from other teams. And that's a maybe, and that's maybe even a no. So, you know, in this world of immediacy, you know, how do we look at Jordan Love? And, and I, I feel like the obvious answer is just be patient and that the best case scenario is Aaron Rodgers Aaron retires at the end of the season. Not that that's what I'm saying we want, but the best case scenario would be he retires at the end of the season. Jordan Love takes over in year four of his contract, plays well enough to pick up the fifth year option and things just take off from there. And maybe the worst case scenario is Aaron Rodgers plays four more years, so Jordan Love doesn't re-sign with Green Bay, and he goes elsewhere, and you know he you know gets an opportunity to compete there. But you know how do we you know how do you go about evaluating a first round pick that can't get on the field? Not because he's not necessarily not good, but because the guy sitting in front of him is going to be in Canton five years after he announces his retirement.
2: Yeah. We that you made a very good point. He's sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. He's not sitting behind Brett Hundley. He's not sitting behind Jacoby Brissett. He's sitting behind one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. He's sitting behind the greatest quarterback in Green Bay history. He's sitting behind a guy that, as you pointed out, you're only taking a couple other quarterbacks in the league over him. Like I think right now, you'd take. Mahomes, probably Josh Allen, probably uh, probably taking Justin Herbert over him in terms of starting a team just from age. That's who, that's who Jordan loves sitting behind. He's sitting behind a guy that's flat out better than him, and people are like, well, he should be better than him. He's, he's first-round pick. It, it takes time. These things take time. It doesn't happen overnight. Mahomes eventually took overtook Alex Smith by the end, of, near the end of the year. Alex Smith is not on the level that Rodgers was. That Rodgers is. That's not like Smith. They weren't on the same level. And this isn't me saying that Jordan Love is Patrick Mahomes. That's not. That's not at all what I'm getting at. I'm getting at. It took time, even for the guy that most people consider one of the one of, if not the best quarterback in the game. It took him time to to over to usurp him. It also, Mahomes came from a different system, and he has a coach in, in Andy Reid who makes the team work however he needs it to work. I think that Matt LaFleur can make the system work around Jordan Love no matter who else is on the team. That's another reason why they were willing to trade Devontae Adams' ways because they understand they can get by without him. Having Aaron Rodgers helps that, but they can get they can draft guys and make sure that when Jordan Love is the guy, he has a bevy of weapons to work from. Right now he's projected to have like I assume Aaron Jones is going to be gone by the time that Jordan Love takes over. Or if he's still there, he'll be the backup. AJ Dillon's gonna be there. You have a outside of David Bakhtiari, you have a completely overhauled offensive line. You have mul- you have multiple young wide receivers in Christian Watson, uh Romeo Dubs, uh or dubs, and then uh Samikyo Toure I think is who, who the third the final one was but you have Amari Rodgers on the defense you have a loaded defense full of lo- a ton of young guys you're building a team around your young guy to develop into and as the team grows and develops with Aaron Rodgers, who can make who can bring other guys up by the time that Jordan Love is there and ready you'll be able to be like look if Jordan Love falls flat on his face in this year it wasn't the team's fault it was his fault and they can move on from him and the team will still be young and ready to compete. So that's why I'm not writing Jordan Love off yet. And I, the entire point of this episode was, is Jordan Love good? We don't know. That is, that is the, as what I said at the very beginning. And that is what I will continue to say until I can see a sample of Jordan Love bigger than one road game in a terrible environment. And then a half of football with non-starters around him. I'm not writing him off because I think that there's talent there. I've seen the talent in college and he did it. And he consistently looked like the best guy on the field. And there is a rule that I have when assessing players playing at not the non top of the end programs. Like if you're playing at Bama, Florida, whatever, you're graded differently. But if you're playing at a lower end school, you have to be the best guy out there. That's why I love Trey Lance. Cause when Trey Lance was playing at North Dakota state, it was clear, Hey, that's a different cat over there. I don't know who he is or where he's from, that guy's different. Jordan love constantly looked like the best guy on the field during his second to last season, his final season, he gets a pass because all of his pass catchers were gone. He had a coaching staff change, whatever. But right now I haven't seen him do anything at the NFL level yet. That makes me write him off.
1: Well, and then, you know, the, the conversation here too, is he good? And I'm interested to see what your thoughts are. And, uh, I'm kind of at a spot right now, Gage, where I'm torn with Jordan Love and and the reason why is because obviously we know Aaron Rodgers is really good and if Green Bay is going to win a Super Bowl, it's going to be right now this year because of Aaron Rodgers. But part of me and I don't know if it's because I just know that there ha- there will come a point in time where Aaron Rodgers will not be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. So you know, there's going to come a time down the road where whether it's Jordan Love or somebody else, you know, there's going to be a different starting quarterback other than Aaron Rodgers under center at some point in time. And so I don't know if some of it's that. I don't know if some of it's because Jordan Love is a first round pick, but I was actually really excited last year when he started the game against the chiefs, because it's like, all right, here's a guy that, you know, it's kind of a glimpse into the future a little bit, if you will. And obviously one game, even if he had, you know, thrown for 400 yards, four touchdowns and won the game handily, you know, we could say, Oh, well that looked really good, but you would still come to the same conclusion of it's a one game sample size. He could still suck. Um, And so, but I mean, for me, a lot of it is, Gage, I'm kind of interested to see him in a a situation in Green Bay where obviously you don't want Aaron hurt, but I mean, I I would love to see the guy be able to get the opportunity where maybe Aaron's got, you know, a bad thumb or something and he's got to miss two consecutive weeks and then, you know, Jordan Love actually gets that consistency in going into a week saying, look. I am the guy this week, you know, because I know already ahead of time that there's an injury to Aaron, so it, it's on me. So, uh, you know, w- where do you kind of, you know, fit in with that? I mean, I, I kind of want to see the guy get a chance, but, you know, I'm torn with it because him getting a chance right now in Green Bay, at least this year,
2: means that there's something wrong with Aaron. It's the way that he gets a chance is Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. I don't want that to be the case. I I'm not I would rather see Aaron Rodgers play every single game until he retires than see one game of Jordan Love from the standpoint of I know what Aaron Rodgers is. This team's built to compete right now with Aaron Rodgers and that's what you do. If Aaron gets hurt, like you said, thumb injury, Jordan plays a couple weeks and we see something great, but I'm not ever going to go into a week or a season wishing for an injury for Aaron Rodgers. And I know that you're not doing that either. I know you're not saying like, I want Aaron Rodgers to get hurt. You're just like, I want to see Jordan Love compete. Well, guess what? That's the way the game works. That's how football works. Every team has to go through this. And as you kind of pointed out, you pointed out this to me, as we were kind of prepping for the show. Every 30 years, you've had Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. That's all you've ever had. There's a lot of teams that are not getting that there are teams that are dealing with constant carousels and Seattle's about to start drew Locke this year or Gino Smith. That's where they're at. The giants think Daniel Jones is a thing. That's that's where that's where we're at. So I get it. I get that the, the desire to play Jordan love, but at the same time, I would rather watch Aaron play every game. And that's not a commentary on where I am with Jordan love. I've said, I've said on this episode today, I think Jordan Love can be very good, but I would rather see Aaron Rodgers play because that means that the team is in a position to win championships. And that's where I want the team to be right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it is, it's, it's probably more than anything you, you, you made an investment in something and you just would like to see what that investment looks like. So um, obviously, you know, we may never know in Green Bay what Jordan Love could be because if Aaron Rodgers plays the rest of his current contract out, we we will never see Jordan Love in Green Bay take meaningful snaps. Um, if Aaron Rogers retires after this year, by the way, it is noteworthy that if Aaron if Rogers Aaron retires after this season, Jordan Love will presumably become the starting quarterback for what, uh, the 2023 season which would be his fourth season in the league, which is the exact season that Aaron Rodgers took over for Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for three years before taking over for him. Um, and so same amount of time frame. So it, it's just – it's at the end of the day, if Green Bay wins a Super Bowl this year, nobody's going to care about that first-round pick because they'll have won another Super Bowl in that time frame and if aaron rodgers retires after this year and jordan love becomes good like nobody's going to remember these conversations really you know 10 years down the road i'm sure we'll talk about it but at the end of the day you're just looking for the next the next quarterback to be able to take over for aaron because i know as much as people hate to hear this there is going to come a day where aaron rodgers is not the quarterback and green bay does need to figure out what they're going to do when he is no longer the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. And maybe that's Jordan Love and maybe it's not, but Gage, you and I are 100% on the same page here that we just don't know enough about Jordan Love right now. The, The, the letter grade for him is I for incomplete. We just don't have enough information. And some of us wants to get that information to make an informed decision. But again, Getting that information to make that informed decision, usually it's going to mean that there's something wrong with Aaron Rodgers that he can't play, which is obviously something that we're not looking for either. So we're stuck at kind of a crossroads with him, but be patient with him. And the other thing is to gauge more than anything is – he's technically under contract for two more years. He well, three more years. He's got this year. He's got his fourth year. And then green Bay has the team option for the fifth year. If they want to keep him around and for a backup quarterback for three more years, you're going to have a backup quarterback for next to no money with a lot of talent who could potentially be your starting quarterback of the future. So, um, Unless somebody wants to give Green Bay a first round pick right now for Jordan Love, uh, I don't see any reason to move him. I mean, in just kind of the downside of it, let's talk about it real quick. I mean, I feel like you're going to agree with me on this here, Gage. But I mean, I assume there is some price out there that if a team came calling to Green Bay and said, we'll give you X, Y, Z, that there is a price tag that Green Bay would say, yep, we don't need to think about that. Um we'll we'll trade him to you given their current situation. But what does that have to look like? I mean, for me, anything less than a first round pick is at this point, I don't see the value of Green Bay trading him away for anything less than a first round pick. And I'm sure you could even make the argument that the value still isn't there to trade him away for a first round pick.
2: A first round pick or a young player with upside and a draft and another draft pick. That's and I know everyone that is listening that's not a Packer fan is going to say, "Yeah, well, dumbass, you're not going to get that offer." Duh, duh. Just shut up, I'm not talking to you. That's that's what it comes down to. Everyone and everyone's like, "Yeah, I know, I know that offer is not coming to Green Bay." You know how I know that offer is not coming? Because Jordan Love's still in Green Bay. If that offer was there, they, he would have been traded. It's not there right now. They're going to keep him. There's no they have no incentive to trade him right now. It's similar to. Josh Rosen when the Cardinals drafted Kyler Murray they made it clear way too early on that they wanted Kyler Murray and that's who they were going to take and they did that while Josh Rosen was still sit on the roster you know what you should have done is you should have traded Josh Rosen well before that because instead you tanked all of his value and I'm sitting here looking at it today and Jordan Love has little to no value. What little play we've seen from him so far hasn't been great, and you also just signed Aaron Rodgers to a fat extension that could hypothetically hold him in Green Bay until Jordan Love's even fifth-year option runs out. So you're in kind of a rock and hard, between a rock and a hard place. Until then, you're just going to sit there, and or Jordan Love will sit on the roster. He'll sit on the bench. He'll be there every single week, unless you get an offer for a first-round pick or a young player, and then another pick. Jordan Love's not going to be a new uniform anytime soon. All
1: right. Well, there you have it. Final consensus gauge. the The original question is: Is Jordan Love good? My My response is: We don't know. Your Your answer to that question of Is Jordan Love good?
2: Is what? The same. Who knows? And I. The fact that we drug people around here for 31 minutes only to not answer the question of what we sat down here for today because I think that's ultimately what we're doing here in the middle of June. We're talking about a guy who's played one and a half quarters or one and a half games of football trying to decide whether or not for sure he's good and we just, you don't know. There are guys that can play three years in this league and you don't know if they're good or not. You're just like, oh, well, it's the situation is the reason they're not good. Like, is Robbie Anderson good? Who knows? Because he's played with Sand Darnold. So he could be great. We just don't know. So as of today, though, as of June 11th at 735 Eastern Standard Time, I don't know if Jordan Love's good. But I'm All willing right, to, uh, to find out.
1: All right, I'll give you. I'll give you a different question. Maybe it'll force you a little bit to answer it, um, and and I'll answer it too. But okay, so fine. It, it, we we drug people around for for thirty one minutes, thirty two minutes here. If you had to make a projection, and 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 when I say make a projection, whether that's with Green Bay or whether that's outside of Green Bay what is your kind of future outlook? Like if you, based on what we know right now, which is obviously very little, but whether it's with Green Bay or whether it's with a different team, what is your down the road look for Jordan Love?
2: I think Jordan Love can be a fine quarterback. I don't think he's going to be a great quarterback. I don't think he's going to be a top 10 guy. I think that he would, I think assuming everything goes correct, there's no crazy injuries or anything else. He would be somewhere in the, 12 to 18 range. I think he'd be an average quarterback just as things stand. I think he has the ceiling to be higher than that, but I think he falls somewhere into the middle of the pack. And because he will forever be compared to Aaron Rodgers, he will be viewed in Packer fans' eyes as a bottom eight quarterback. Everyone, everyone in Green Bay, will say, oh, he's 24 through 32. He's closer to 32. It's like, no, you're comparing him to the greatest, like the greatest guy that you've ever seen throw a football. So, like, let's just chill out on the how bad he is.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I would think that again, I think he can be a good quarterback somewhere in the middle of the rankings there. I don't think he'll ever be that top-tier quarterback, but just keep in mind too that you know, you don't need to be a top 3 quarterback in the league to win a Super Bowl. Um, you know, you just need to be able to be good enough, make plays and obviously the 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 league is now way more offensively driven and the quarterback position is the most important position in all of sports, Um, but it doesn't mean that you have to be Aaron Rodgers in order to win a Super Bowl you you don't have to be on that skill level obviously it helps if you can be that good Um, usually those guys are going to have better chances of doing it but um, I agree Gage I think he's you know he's going to be a good quarterback down the road whether it's for Green Bay or for somebody else Uh, but I don't foresee him you know not having any type of success in the league it'll just be interesting to see where that comes about whether that is in Green Bay or whether that's elsewhere Um, let's just pray that it's not Minnesota or Chicago so uh, Gage let's wrap up here for today Um, if people want to get in touch with you follow your work I ask you every week I know it's always the same answer but why don't you let the people know how they can uh, get in touch with you and follow your work as always, you
2: can find me on Twitter at GBridge for NFL. All my work, to all of my links, whether it's with Dynasty or it's Roto Baller or Denver Stiffs, is all over there. Uh, st- also, have the a new episode of the Believe in Nuggets podcast came out this morning, talking draft prospects with uh, my man Atra Levy NBA. So, if you want to check out that, uh, the link to that will be on Twitter.
1: All right, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Producer Nick LB. Uh, and I will say yet again, uh, I don't do a whole lot on Twitter. Um, it's there, but it's not going to be your greatest option for a follow. So if you follow, thank you. If you don't, I'm, I'm not terribly offended. So, uh, with that being said, also Mike should be back with us next week. Um, was unable to join us this week, but, uh, he should be back, uh, ready to go next week with us. So, uh, and as always more OTAs this week, we'll be covering it all here, uh, at the uh, pack a day podcast. So keep it tuned right here. We'll keep you up to date on everything that's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue. Uh, and, uh, Guys, we are. Oh, what we are just a, over a month away from from training camp, and we're about mm, seven, eight weeks away from preseason football, and the regular season is going to be here before you know it. Summer, enjoy the summer while you can. It's middle of June enjoy if you got vacation coming up enjoy the nice weather enjoy whatever it is that you're doing keep it tuned right here we'll keep you up to date on everything going on with the packers all the way up into the season and through the season it's going to be a great one this year so with that being said thank you everybody again for listening on this nice june day hopefully you're having some fun on this sunday but as always thank you for listening and go pack